Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 68, Growth No Matter What. Hey, how's it going? Things are going pretty good here. I turned 42, you guys, 42 years old. I'm officially in my 40s now. (laughs) Before I was just sort of like beginning the 40s, but I'm in my 40s. And I couldn't have had a better birthday this year. It was really, really nice. My husband actually had the day off because it was Good Friday. So he took the lead on all the kids stuff and I got to go for a nice long run. I had a brownie brunch with the kids with brownies and ice cream. We went for a family hike. We got new art supplies. Um, And I made everybody watch Mary Poppins, not Mary Poppins, but The Sound of Music, (laughs) which is Probably Next to Dirty Dancing, my number one favorite movie. I love The Sound of Music. I've probably seen that movie 10 times at least. Um, And nobody in my family had ever seen it. So definitely not my kids. And my husband, I don't think he's ever seen the whole thing. So I'm like, the only thing I want for my birthday is for us to watch The Sound of Music together. It was so cute. And by the time it was over, like everyone was singing the songs. And the next day my son was singing them. It was super, super fun. And I had a great time. I, my husband got me a jewelry box, which is like a chest for all of my amazing jewelry. I inherited a lot of my grandma's jewelry when she died, including her wedding ring and some really nice stuff. So it's nice to have it all in one spot. So that was nice. My kids made me homemade cards. I got to go on a scavenger hunt. If you're friends with me on Facebook, you can see some of the pictures there. <laughs> so it was a good time. And then... Um, my birthday was two days before my son's, my littlest, Arlo's birthday, who turned seven. So we really made that day special for him. We had um, enlisted some friends to do drive-by honking and happy birthday shout-outs from the car. We set up the garage with streamers and pinned the, the, pin the tail on the donkey and presents and games. And people in our neighborhood walked by and said happy birthday. And he just felt really, really special. We made absolutely the best of it during our current situation. And then, of course, it was Easter and all that fun stuff. So all in all, things are going well and, you know, we're doing what we can. This episode, episode number 68, is titled Growth No Matter What. And I'm still focusing on what we're thinking about this pandemic. And a lot of you guys and a lot of people right now are just sort of in pause mode and letting this pandemic sort of pause them and where they want to go with their lives. And I just want you to know that that's totally optional. I'm actually really close with someone who is in a, a living example of making the most out of this pandemic. And this person had recently decided what they are willing to settle for and what they weren't professionally. And they work specifically in healthcare and the company they're working at isn't doing too well. It's a small startup and the writing was on the wall and they were discussing running out of money and needing investors to keep the doors open. And this person decided that they wouldn't make changes about their career or a job from fear of like losing their job or oops, the money might be running out and I better go find something that's most more secure. This person decided not to make changes from that place. They didn't want to jump it, jump ship and take a new job because of fear of being laid off or losing their job. And this person had been working towards their next level of advancement. So they 
could have taken any number of new jobs at any new companies at the same level that they're currently at. But they didn't. They held out and believed in the value of their own experience and contributions. And now during this pandemic and healthcare and this specific sector of healthcare is totally changing. Things are getting paused and adjusted and work is looking different and some people are getting laid off. But this person has been interviewing during the pandemic and they just got an offer at a new company that is the next level of career growth with a 30% raise. You guys, this is huge, right? Because all we think and all we hear is that people are losing their jobs and nobody has any money, which is just not true. This is what happens, just getting back to this person, this is what happens when you keep showing up for yourself and you don't settle and you don't take action from fear. Okay, this is what happens when all the signs say you need to do something now or you could lose everything. And they're like, nope, I'm not scared of that. This is what happens when you don't live your life from fear. This is what happens when you believe you are worth more and you're worth waiting for it. Okay, this is what happens when you believe you can get a job, even when all the evidence shows that getting a new job right now is hard. This person is not special, doesn't have more talent, doesn't have a better education or skill set that most of you don't have. This person decided to not let their automatic emotions like fear and uncertainty drive their actions. And they decided they are worth more and they are willing to wait and to be patient and to trust themselves. It is absolutely true that people are losing their jobs right now. It's true that people don't have the cash flow that they had a month ago. It's also true that people are getting new jobs right now. It's also equally true that people have more money now than they did a month ago. Both are true, right? (laughs) There's actually more people that have jobs now that don't. Okay, so like if the employment rate, unemployment rate is 5%, that means 95% of people have jobs and money, (laughs) right? I want you guys to back it up here. Which truth are you spending your time in? Are you in the bucket or the group of people that are reading about all the horrible losses, the death numbers and the jobs loss and the money gone? (laughs) Or you are in the group of people who are focused on the success and the recover rates and the financial gains and the jobs created? I tell you what, what you read and absorb in the media influences the way you think and believe. And if you're thinking and believing that everything is horrible, horrible right now, that will become your reality. I love this quote that Brooke Castillo recently said. She said, the quality of your life is 100% the quality of your thoughts. I'm going to read it again. The quality of your life is 100% the quality of your thoughts. And there has never been better proof than this, than our current situation that we're in, right? How is the quality of your life right now? How would you rate it on a scale of one to 10? 10 being absolutely amazing and one being a shit show. (laughs) Listen, I know you want to tell me that your life is a mess or hard because of the circumstances of the pandemic. And I hear you, trust me. Okay, but circumstances and pandemics don't create the experience you have in your life. Okay, your thoughts create that experience. Your thoughts create your experience in all of the areas of your life. Your experience with your kids at home is created by your thoughts, not what your kids are doing or not doing or what the teachers are doing or not doing. 
Your experience with your job right now is created by your thoughts, not what your company has decided to do or not do. Your experience with your friends and family and your partner is created by your thoughts, not what they do or don't do or say or don't say. Your experience with your money is created by your thoughts about having it or not having it, not how much you have or don't have. So important that you guys hear me on this. Your experience with alcohol is created by your thoughts about it, not how much you are drinking or not drinking. What? (laughs) Your experience in your life is how you think and feel and what you do. Your experience is what you do, how you think, and your emotional state, in other words. How you describe your experience is just your opinion of what is going on in that particular area of your life. It's just more thoughts about it. Okay, so if you guys look at your past and you have been in circumstances like losing somebody close to you or maybe you went through a divorce or someone you close to you gets sick and you tend to not handle those circumstances in the healthiest way, you might over drink, you might eat unhealthy food to comfort yourself. You try to escape the negative feelings it comes with in those experiences and you come out of that experience feeling bad for yourself and saying that you didn't really handle it well. This pandemic is going to be a really long version of what you've experienced with other circumstances in your life that have, you know, suddenly changed things for you. Okay. You're going to notice you're going to be drinking and eating more. You're notice you're going to be feeling a low level down feeling most of the day. You may have lots of thoughts about needing something to make you feel better or needing a drink or it's been a long day or I don't know how long I'll be able to do this or I'm just feeling frustrated or stuck. My friends, what I want to do is just give you a big hug and I want to look at you guys square in the eye and tell you it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to over drink and overeat and feel miserable day in and day out right now. You just don't. It doesn't have to come with the current times. It doesn't have to come with this. Okay. You can use this pandemic as a chance to finally figure out how to experience changes better than you normally do. Just because you've, you're used to handling things in a certain way and you're used to going down the dark path if, you know, somebody dies or gets sick or, you know, big things change in your life doesn't mean you have to keep doing that. You don't have to sign up for that to be your life when things happen. Okay. You can use this as an opportunity to finally figure out how to experience changes better than you normally do. Okay. We've got the time right now, something that so many of you say you don't have or you didn't have. (laughs) We aren't traveling. We aren't running kids to sports. We aren't going out to dinner. We're not shopping. We're not seeing movies in the movie theater. Okay. We have the time. We've been gifted the time to figure out how to handle a crisis in a healthy way instead of defaulting to our usual acts of numbing and escaping. Now is the time to start evaluating how you are thinking. Now is a great time to start journaling and seeing your thoughts on paper. Spend 15 minutes and write down what you are thinking about all the areas of your life. You are going to be amazed at what your brain is thinking. It's fascinating to see and uncover. Don't let your brain tell you there is nothing to write, (laughs) right? If you try this, you're like, I don't know what to write. Nothing's coming to me. You have 60,000 thoughts a day. Start writing some of them. (laughs) If you wrote 20, you'd be making progress. Okay, those thoughts, those 60,000 thoughts that you have a day create your experience in your life. And if you love your life and your experience in all the areas, look at what those thoughts are, right? 
that those thoughts are the reason why you're loving it. That's a super fun exercise. Take credit for creating life, the life that you love. Don't give credit for a life, an amazing life to somebody else or to a job or something outside of you. Remember, your experience in your life is your thoughts and your feelings about it. And if you love most everything, what is the one area that you don't love? I'm guessing it might be your relationship with alcohol. (laughs) If you're listening to me on this podcast, you can love your experience with alcohol too, whether you drink or don't drink. Isn't that crazy? We have so many thoughts and opinions about alcohol, right? I actually love my experience with alcohol. I love it because I don't have negative thoughts about it. (laughs) I don't have a strong emotional connection to it. Alcohol is something that is available if I choose to drink it. And right now my choice is not to drink it. And it feels amazing and loving and wonderful. I'm going to read that again. I love my experience with alcohol. I love it because I don't have negative thoughts about it. I don't have a strong emotional connection to it. Alcohol is something that is available if I choose to drink it. And right now my choice is not to drink it. And it feels amazing and loving and wonderful. Did you guys notice anything about what I said? Did you notice that those were all just thoughts that I have about alcohol? When I have those thoughts, I feel good. And when I feel good, I do healthy things like not over drink or overeat. And I exercise and I paint and I draw and I tell stories and I help my clients and I do things with the kids that we all enjoy. Okay, that's my experience that I have because of how I'm thinking about alcohol. So how can you guys level up your own thinking today? So the first thing, if you have a piece of paper, you might want to pause it, grab a piece of paper, something to write with, but divide your life into categories such as my relationships, my work, my health. Okay. And then under each of those categories, just start writing what you think about each of those areas without judgment, without thinking you should be thinking in a certain way, just your real honest thoughts. And just keep writing and dump out all those thoughts on the paper. And then look at them. Ask yourself how those thoughts make you feel. How are you feeling? What is one emotion you feel about each category? And then, you, and then when you write that one word emotion down, ask yourself what you tend to do when you feel this way. And then you write all those things down. Like Drinking, eating, watching TV, (laughs) calling my friends, going for a walk, exercising. What is it that you do? Okay. And if you love what you are doing and how you're feeling, that's amazing. If you don't, this is your work. Okay. This is where coaching can really help you see which thoughts are leading you to drink and to eat and to escape and to not do what you really want to do or could be doing in our current situation. Coaching can help you see how those thoughts are leading you to drink. And then coaching helps you like think about your thoughts in a new way and create thoughts that don't lead you down that path to drinking. And when you start changing the way you think and applying the tools that I teach through coaching, your whole experience with your life will start to change. This is when you'll start to feel better and then you do things that help you have a fulfilling life. You'll challenge yourself more. You'll change your default actions from drinking at the end of the day and thinking, I just need a drink to, I really want to paint a picture right now, or I need to go for a walk, or I really need to feel. And then when that starts to happen, you realize that you have learned how to be healthy and you stay connected with yourself, even when circumstances change in your life. Listen, you guys, 
I run the best online step over drinking program that's available. Hands down, it is the best. Inside my program, I help you empower you that you get to decide what kind of relationship you want to have with alcohol. You don't have to quit or say you'll never drink again. You don't join and then you get put on some sort of drink diet to cut back. That's not what we do. <laughs> when we when you start and join the program, we start by building confidence in your ability to follow a plan that you have created with alcohol. That might look like you wanting to cut back or taking a break, but know that whatever you decide, I will help you make the best decision for you, not because of what I think or what everybody else is doing, okay? So a lot of people think they're going to join, they're scared to join because their life with alcohol is going to be over or they're going to have to completely, you know, cut back or stop drinking. That is not what we do. Okay. (laughs) You get to decide. And I believe this It's the core of the whole program is that you get to decide what kind of relationship you want to have with alcohol. Okay. And we start there by building your confidence around it, building a plan around it, honoring your drink plan. Okay. Then what we're going to do is we uncover your thoughts about the areas in your life that might be causing you to drink. And then we're going to change them. (laughs) And then your experience with your life will change. And then you won't go to your default programming with that need that glass of wine to get through anything, right? My program will completely transform your relationship with alcohol. You'll learn how to manage the circumstances in your life, no matter what they are without needing alcohol. You will learn how to navigate social circles with or without alcohol. And my program is for you. It's for the high functioning, smart, capable woman who has had big success in their lives, but just can't seem to solve the overdrinking issue. You love creating goals and accomplishing them. You don't give up. You fight for what you want. Okay. And you're willing to invest in yourself and this issue because you know <laughs> that you probably spend about the same amount on alcohol. Let's be honest. If this sounds like you've been thinking about finally doing something about your relationship with alcohol, I promise you my program is the best money you'll ever spend on anything, hands down, especially right now. Life coaching changes lives. Life coaching helps you have a better experience in your one life that you have. Life coaching for over drinking sets you free from all the negativity and shame and regret. So if you're interested, request a 20-minute call by clicking the link in the show notes. Also, I'm holding another free masterclass called How to Not Overdrink During a Crisis on Sunday, April 26th. The link to register for that class is also in the show notes. Talk to you soon, my friends. I love you all so much. Stay strong. Stay strong.